What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of a StarWarsPodcast.com. I almost said the old <laughs> the old website. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Been... 11 o'clock and I'm recording from my office. So uh, that's okay. It's Friday, idea. though. It's true. Thank goodness. You're almost done. You're almost done. Anyway, uh, we actually have a very special episode today. And uh, we wanted to, we wanted to do we wanted to do this for a while actually we want to talk about the two most oh, I'm smiling uh, the t- <laughs> the two most important characters in all of Star Wars canon really deep dive and on and on some facts about them really get down to the nitty gritty and really kind of even more in depth than maybe our lightsaber episode last week. Well, you, if you think about it, these two characters really are the impetus for the entire storyline you know like without them none of this would really have happened yeah there is no bridge between the prequels and and the uh they are the glue that holds what we knew and what we now know together absolutely absolutely of course we're talking about uncle owen and amperu yeah and uh alex i know you've assembled 10 incredible facts about the most important characters in all of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, we, we've all seen Uncle and Aunt Brew. Uh, the time on the screen was incredible. You know, the, you felt for them when they died and all that stuff, and, yeah, and their definitely. connection with Luke Skywalker. Spoilers. Spoilers, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and we see them in the prequels, too. You see them at the end of uh, was it Revenge of the Sith and all that stuff. But I did some deep dives into the comics and the lore and all that, and I found these are top... 10 facts about Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen that you may not know. Awesome. Um, so excited. I've, I've been looking this up. So I've been gathering this list for about a year now. Wow. <laughs> I know that for about a year we've been talking about doing this episode. So it's like, you know what? All right. I'm well, I imagine gonna... it was hard to narrow it down to just 10. Oh, there's there's so many. And the, the backstories that were created, the canon, the, you know, the, the legend stuff. I mean, it's, yeah, it absolutely. all works so well together that it, at times it's hard to differentiate between the two. <laughs> yeah. It's just so seamless. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, here, here are the uh, the top ten facts about Aunt Brew and Uncle right. Owen that you may not know. Lay and it if on you guys, me. If you guys want to discuss any of them, let me know, and we can we can pause in between them. Great. We can just talk about it. All, All right. right. Fact, That's the first one. Fact number one. Aunt Brew's first name was actually Aunt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've actually heard that before. It's a very Star Wars name, actually. Right. So it's four letters. You know, Luke. Leia. I almost said Han, but I was like, nope, that's three. It's as if when her mother had her, she knew that she wasn't going to have children of her own. You know, like that oh, she yeah. was going oh to be God. like the aunt uh, of someone, and that was really her destiny. Yeah. Well, that that destiny that was her role to serve. You will be the cool aunt. You will be the aunt. Is you will not be the mother. You are aunt. Yeah. Baru. It's like if your name was like Gardner uh, Johnson. Yeah, you should yeah, be a no. Gardner. Yeah. Well, you know, Darth Vader was Dark Father. Aunt was a literal translation of Aunt. So, yeah. you know, it's Star Wars. Yeah, but one could argue that by fulfilling that destiny, that is what ultimately led to her demise. It's kind of Oedipal in that way. Her demise. It kind of is. And so uh, there's some there's some questioning behind the demise and all this stuff, which I'll get into a little bit later, but that's actually one of the other facts. Um but I'll move on to the next one. Uh, number two, it was rumored that Uncle Owen was a sand person, but this could never be proven as nobody knew what sand people looked like under their helmets. Now, this is actually a really interesting question. 
Are those helmets? That's not like a weird. No, face. they're like wrap and. Yeah, they're they're stuff. they protect them from the elements. But because you know, in in the comic books, you've never seen their faces. In the movies, you never see their faces. And unfortunately, in the movies, we we don't get to see them that much, aside from uh, a New Hope and uh, uh, Attack of the Clones. Right, right. And even then, even through the massacre, you think one of their helmets would fall off. Do you think so? Did did Aunt meet him when he was still a sand person? That part is not clear. We know the, the, the earliest that we know about them is when they when we see them in Revenge of the Sith. Right. So at that point, he must have renounced his sand people ways and come into <laughs> tattooing society. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a, Rom, like a Romeo and Juliet situation where she was from, like, Mos Eisley and he was from the sand people and they had to, like, run around and hide their romance. As far as we know, no, but speaking of Romeo and Juliet situations, this actually kind of goes into the next fact. Oh, great. So the next fact, let me see if I can find it real quick because I, I lost my place. Uh, Aunt Beru. This one's about Aunt Beru, or Aunt. So we'll just refer to her as Aunt for the rest of this episode. Aunt was one of the few humanoids to have ever had a romantic relationship with a Jawa. She never told anyone what was under those robes. <laughs> I'm horrified. Uh, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till somebody gets back. She needs to hear that one. She had to walk away? Yeah. She, she said, be right back. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you back? Yeah, sorry, did you right. pause for me? Okay. I'm sorry. That's I had fine. to talk to an employee. I, I said it, but I think you need to hear this one. Okay. Um, so we were talking about the romance between uh, Uncle Owen and Prue and, and where that could have started. But uh, speaking of, like, the romantic relationships, uh, the next fact is about Aunt Beru. Uh, Aunt, or Aunt Beru, was one of the few humanoids on Tatooine to have ever had a romantic relationship with the Jawa. Oh. She never told anyone what was under those robes. So here again, you have the secrecy. You know, we, we don't know if Uncle Owen was a sand person or not, but we never saw under the helmet. In this case, Aunt Beru had a romantic relationship with a Jawa, yet we never found out what was under those robes. Wow. Yeah, and they, they kept it very vague. Uh, Pablo tweeted, or yeah, he was on Twitter saying, like, they wanted to keep it vague, you know, just in case right. somebody wanted to tell that story eventually. And the only, the only thing that you ever see is a panel in the comic book, and you see her and a Jawa go into a cave, and then there's, like, the next panel is an exclamation of Utini. So... <laughs> Which, you know, and it's one of its translations is like, yeah, baby. So that's, yeah, that's, probably... that's probably the most literal translation once you put the three exclamation points after it. Yeah, totally. Oh, so exclamation points in Jawanese matter. It's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Like when Chewbacca roars, depending on how he does the roar, it means something else. So it's the context. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, context. exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, next fact. This one's about Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen was a known lactaholic. A what? A lactaholic. This this will uh, explain it to you. A good portion of their income went to blue milk. Oh. So he wasn't that alcoholic. He's addicted to the blue stuff. He's addicted to the blue stuff. Hmm. Well, that's a little controversial because aunt's making it all the time. Right? Well, and what's, what's well, interesting. Is she making it or are they just buying it? Well, I'm sure she's mixing a powder of some sort. Ew. Powdered milk. Ew. Well, where do you where do you milk blue milk? I guess from? Luke is getting green milk. I was gonna I, say I'm sure... Josh likes to milk his own blue milk. What? Fresh from the udders. <laughs> you like to get it. You from don't dumps. like that powdered stuff. No. Yeah. No, none of that. Uh, none of that powdered stuff. But you can see how this caused issues with the family. You look at uh, the family 
the home is very sparse. There's not a lot there. Uncle Owen and Peru, they had colorful clothing. You look at Luke, and all he wore was like this karate shirt and yeah. the tan pants. So you're all saying he spent all, all the money to raise Luke on, on the blue stuff? On the blue stuff. So right yeah. there, you have the dysfunctional family kind of being built up, which is an illusion for Luke and Ben Solo. I was going to say, well, it kind of explains Luke's desire to get out of there so bad. Like, he's in an abusive alcoholic home. Like, you know. And exactly. And then even Luke's Jedi robes, when you see him in The Last Jedi, are all white, paying homage to his poor blue milk, you know, ridden era as a uh, farm boy. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. It gives more dimension to Luke learning all this about. Mm-hmm. It does. And, and Uncle it means it makes his whole journey into Last Jedi make a lot more sense. Yeah. And uh, Josh, you know how you were, I think a while ago you were telling us how there's there's moments in the new Star Wars comics where Obi-Wan Kenobi and Uncle Owen have interactions, right? Have, have what? Interactions with each other. Oh. Definitely not what I thought you said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard something else. Uh, yes, yes, they do. They so, do interact. So yeah. this next fact is about Uncle Owen. So uh, aside from what we know in the comics, we know that Uncle Owen and uh, Obi-Wan met once every cycle. What they did together is still unknown, though leaflets for Grubo's Twi'lek Paradise were regularly found around the moisture farm upon Uncle Owen's return. (laughs) What is a Twi'lek Paradise? Uh, I imagine it's like the Love Ranch is what my uh, guess is. Probably. Instead of a bunny ranch, it's a Twi'lek house. Gotcha. Yeah. Oof. You know, those Twi'leks are, they, you know, they use what they got, you know? You see that throughout the series. That that is (laughs) canon. It's canon, yeah. <laughs> they are so, entrepreneurial uh, women. But it makes you wonder what they were doing there. I mean, psh. maybe this is where he got his blue milk. I don't know. Oh, yeah, just a den of sin. And you're mm-hmm. saying Chewbacca was involved in this? Uh, Uncle Owen and Obi Wan. Oh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Chewbacca had had you know partaken in the <clears throat> uh, the paradise. Sh- oh please, I'm sure Han and Chewie were all up on that. Before they had families. Before they had families, right. yeah. Lumpy? Is that wrong? I think, and, and Lumpy? His What's name? the name of his son? That was the... Yeah, Chewy's that son? was... Uh... But isn't it Waru now in the books? I think it's Waru. What? Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't read that Chewbacca book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, next fact. Uh, Aunt Beru. Aunt Beru's left foot was made of solid kyber crystal. Oh. When she stood barefoot in the sun, the crystal-focused light would catch anything within a two-kilometer radius on fire. This led to many problems with the neighbors. If you notice <laughs> in the movies, there are no neighbors because she caught them all on fire. She burned Yikes. them all. She burned them all. Well, Maybe it wasn't the Empire at all. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> right? Her kyber crystal foot. That Maybe she tripped and her shoe fell off. My well, shoe actually, fell off. The next fact has to do with their demise. Okay. While most people believe that the Empire killed Luke's aunt and uncle, it was a damaged gas line that caused their death. <laughs> Womp rats had chewed through the gas line, and Uncle Owen's love of scented candles caused the explosion. <laughs> 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 you can't even get through it. No, you know, like, I, I'm very curious about their demise, and I'd, I'd kind of like to break this down a little bit. You see the way that they are lying on the ground. Yes. It's, it's almost as if they were see this is where i kind of call bs on that is like it looks like they were this is actually a real question (laughs) 
Do you think they were shot and then burned? Because well, they're lying face down outside the home, and, and and I imagine like you know two you know pop pop in the back, and then they and then what did the empire set them on fire? What's the implication there? Well, according to the book, what happened was that when Uncle Owen went to light the scented candles, the smell gave Aunt Brew a headache. So, you know, you, you try to air out a house. So what had happened is that Uncle Owen went to open the door, breathed in a, you know, fresh air. You bring in oxygen, you have a light source, now you have fire, you know, you cause this big explosion. And it knocked them down, they covered their face, and unfortunately their ropes caught fire and that's how they died. Wow. That's tragic. It is. It is. All because of, like, a scented candle. And you wonder if Luke had known that. Or, you know what? Maybe he did. Maybe he understood and he saw an opportunity to get out of his, you know, lackaholics home and was like, I'm going to try and make this seem like, you know, this well, was connected. And the tragic bounce. part is that Luke is the one that bought the candle. <gasps> oh, no. Right. Although it's it, destiny. It doesn't say what scent it was. It was probably blue milk scented. Probably blue milk. Yeah, I blue mean, milk scented. That sounds about right. So that's why he wanted to leave. He he mm-hmm. he, he probably un- realized what happened and was like, this is going to come back to me. I need to get out of here. Well, and it, it, it really wasn't the best household. This next fact kind of talks about that. This is when Luke was still a young kid. Uh, Uncle Owen once rode a bantha across the desert of Khartoum nonstop for three days. He was cited for driving under the influence of death sticks. So aside from his <gasps> issues with blue oh milk, he gosh. also was dealing the uh the hard stuff it's a miracle that between you know the genetics of darth vader and being raised in this household that luke was able to have any sort of conscience or or you know self-worth i mean at this point it almost seems like he may have caused that accident with the uh with the gas on line. purpose oh, could have been i mean we know that it was Womp rest, but could he have used the force to influence these creatures to do well, his bidding? He was clearly ready to get out of there and really angry, so yeah. I wouldn't blame him. But, like, did Aunt really deserve this is the question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, here's 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 the next fact. It, I mean, we know that Uncle Owen had some, some issues with substance abuse, at the very least. Um, but uh, aside from her kyber crystal foot, Aunt Brew was famous for her baked starlight pie. which she sold at the local market, which sounds really good. But once eaten, the customer found a new definition of pain and suffering as they slowly digested over a thousand years. Oh, no. That's no good. That's got to cause some blockage. Oh, it also caused bad gas. I was going to say, now, are we eating just like a tentacle of the sarlacc, or has someone gone in and, like, dug up the whole thing and really gotten to the meat of it? I think this was in, uh, talked about in the Phasma book. So what it was, it was a pie that had a tiny what do you call it um a tiny sarlacc parasite oh so you basically had a tiny like a sarlacc baby sarlacc pit, yeah within you oh, and the gosh. pie was acting as sand so you okay. were forced to digest this little thing for a thousand years see now why 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 <laughs> I think it could have been boredom. I mean, when your husband's out doing death sticks and out with Twi'leks, I mean, at a certain point, you just need something to do. Just drinking milk. Just drinking that blue milk. Wow. Wow. What she a, needed, what a, like, there's only so many leeks that you can tear up and put in soup. <laughs> now, now, where was she growing these? Were they, was there, like, a, was there, a, it looks like desert. How was she growing fresh vegetables is the question. Well, to be fair, they, it was mainly water and sand. I mean, they weren't the, the, the best pies. 
And I think the vegetables, my guess is she smuggled them okay. somehow into the desert. Because I okay. haven't seen a single green thing on Tatooine. Right? Right? I mean, it's, it's a desert planet. It's true. No which one makes, could even be living there, really. And, and that's what makes this, this last fact so sad. That uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru honeymooned on Jakku. Oh no! Why? Why? Are those two planets near each other? No, no. I think they're on the complete opposite sides, or something like that. Yeah. How do we know that? Books. Isn't there a galactic map? I think in one of the the newer books it has a map and shows the two planets. Um, the yeah, Force sure Awakens visual dictionary so I think go has it. All the way across the universe just to end up on another sand planet that's that yes. shows you how really screwed up on the on the hard yeah. stuff they were it was those death sticks man yeah you can it, only get them on on sand planets only the good ones i was gonna yeah. say they have them on coruscant are you saying those are like just they crappy? have to be imported yeah those oh, are imports okay. gotcha 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 the tariffs are usually a lot higher that's why you have to get them on like levels 30 and below it's yeah. like cocaine. Like, if you want good cocaine, you go yes. to Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is what the entirety of Phantom Menace was actually about. That's true. The That's death right. trades. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I did not know. I, I mean, I'd heard, obviously, a little bit about the substance abuse and, of course, about Baru's foot. But, like, I, a lot of those details I didn't know. So thank you so much, Alex, for, well, for was, doing that deep dive. I, I mean, I figured it'd be a good idea. I mean, we've seen Kyber Crystals in Rogue One. We've seen them in Rebels. I mean, there's allusions to them everywhere. And now we kind of know, you know, if Aunt Beru is, is been tasked to take care of this upcoming Jedi and her foot is of pure kyber, there has to be some sort of connection right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's fascinating. And it's tragic. I mean, I think that's one of the the early tragedies of the of the first film is, is you realize that these characters who they've, they've built up so much... Um, can just be so easily disposed, and you can see how 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 troubled Luke is by it for the rest of the series. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's and like you were saying, it, it's, it's such a tragedy, and you hear about the the tragedy of Plagueis the Wise, and I right. feel like this right. just trumps that. Yeah, it kind of builds on that, and and when you connect the dots, it's yeah, it's it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. But I mean, without these without these things having happened, Star Wars, or at least the story that we know would not have been what it is wow yeah totally we owe them everything we owe them everything. more even more than george lucas himself it's true they took care so of the chosen one as a child yeah. though yeah. apparently not too good of care but i hey, mean not too not too but good. i think that's the reason you know without their terrible terrible parenting we wouldn't have gotten the luke that we yeah. have. Yeah, Even sometimes terrible things can be great things. Yes. Well, think about it. Had they done a good job, Luke would have, you know, inherited the farm. He would have right. stayed there. Nothing right. would have happened. Right. Right. My, my guess is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi would have returned to Grubo's Twi'lek Paradise, you know, a lot more than, you know, he did. But he's been, he would have been distracted by taking <gasps> care of Luke. He didn't have to worry about that. I just had a realization. The reason they don't have kids is because Owen's a sand person. I don't know if the anatomies match. That's true. That is a very good point. Yeah. There you go. I think he even says in the prequel, like, we haven't been able to have kids of our own. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. They can't. That's because Aunt's mother knew. Yeah. You know, she knew she ahead knew. of time. She knew. Whew. So much to unpack there. I, think, I know. I think, I think that'll, that's, unless Josh, you know, you have any more facts. <clears throat> I, d- I don't have any more facts, honestly. Uh, I think Alex covered 
the the most important ones. If if we were gonna go over every fact, I mean, there's like hundreds. We'd be here all day. Well, just like a casting we'll fact, and I know I've mentioned it before. This is this is legit. Is is Joel Edgerton plays plays Uncle Owen in the prequels, which is a pretty big cameo for back in the day. Um, and I think he carries the. I think at that point, you know, he hadn't really fallen into all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had just left the sand people. He had found Aunt. They had they had made it work. Um, and I think Joel kind of really does a job, good job in his few scenes of, of foreshadowing um, all the troubles he would have in the future. Yeah, he does a really good job holding back those those like primal sand people screams too. Right. right. Mostly just saying. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "I'm Owen." Yeah, you could see the struggle <laughs> in his eyes. Like, yeah. And it's all internal. And you know that Aunt Peru is thinking about that Jawa this whole time. Because around yeah. that time is, is when she broke it off with the Jawa. Oh, okay. If you yeah. look, right when the when the camera pans to her, she has this, like, swath, like a little piece of cloth. It's Jawa robe. And she oh, just hides wow. it in her pocket. Yeah. She sniffs it every night. <laughs> I was just going to say, so she could get the smell. So she could get the smell. Yeah. yeah, because you know, sand people. They, I I doubt they smell very good. And if you're sleeping next to one, even without the robes, there there has to be a an a, scent. a scent, a scent, something, mm-hmm. flavor, mm-hmm. A flavor. Right, well, <laughs> well, th- well, thank you so much, Alex, for for uh, for doing that research, and and Josh for thinking of the topic. This was this was really good, and yeah. this was a really good podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this very special episode of Long Time Ago Radio. We'll be back. In the next two weeks, with a brand new topic for you. If you'd like to find me on social media, you can find me personally at the Jawa Josh on Twitter. And uh, where can they find you? I am at Rebecca June Lane, and our official Twitter is at LTA underscore radio. You can find me on Instagram, Dapper underscore Fet, Facebook.com slash Long Time Go Radio. Take a look. We'll post these uh, comments, or sorry, we'll post these facts on our Facebook. Tell us which ones you found the most interesting. And there's actually a leaked video of when the troopers first met Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew that we'll link to as well. Yep. Nice. That's going to do it. I mean, the force be with you. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye. Happy April Fools. Bye. 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 Bye.